Previously on Imptab Avatar, our knowledge-seeking heroes had just teamed up with a couple of new friends, Professor Che and Professor Quay, the professors of entomology and anthropology respectively at Ba Sing Se University, and they were following them into Ba Sing Se proper when they heard news of the upcoming Pai Shou tournament and that the winner would be able to play Pai Shou versus King Jalun himself. Deciding that this was likely their best way to get an audience with the king, they decided that they would do some plotting about how they might get into that competition, and our party split ways for a little bit there. Jetsun and Professor Quay went up to Ba Sing Se University, which I probably should make a correction, is in the middle ring, not the upper ring. Uh, so you're only in the middle ring at the moment. You didn't quite make it to the upper ring yet. But while they were doing that, Zaya and Amar decided to go around the food district a little bit, see what they could find, get themselves some less conspicuous garb so that they wouldn't be as visible, and along the way ran into some Dai Li who they just barely managed to shake off, but not before they were spotted by a mysterious figure in the dark alleyways. While they were doing that, Jetsun was up at the library researching Pai Shou techniques so that he might improve his game because apparently he had never won a game of Pai Shou in his life. <laughs> so he did some reading, found a scroll written by Avatar Karuk, widely considered by many to be the best Pai Shou player in the history of the Avatarverse. And when his friends teamed back up with him, they decided to play some games and up his skill, leading to him gaining a plus one ongoing whenever he plays Pai Shou. Good job there. After leaving the library, they bought some disguises, they plotted, they decided what their cover story was going to be before they entered into the Pie Show Tournament on the following day. How's the Pie Show Tournament going to go? Let's find out here in the world of Avatar Legends. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar, the Avatar Legends actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Caleb Anderton, the lawnmower. McKenna Steele, I'm very distracted by my cat. And Christian Randall, I also love my cat. She's my cat. I mean, she's my cat. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Skipping over uh, marital feuds for a moment here, <laughs> we're going to pick up with you guys in your hotel room here in the middle ring of Bossing Say. It's a bright and early morning. The dews are just settling on all of the intricate gardens that you see around all of the noble people's houses and whatnot. There are little bees and butterflies flitting from dewy rose to rose, pollinating and spreading life. Uh, presumably, Amy since he's the one who's leading the squats, would be the one who is slamming the shutters open, letting the light flood into the place. Up and at him! Wakey, wakey! Let's go! We have a big day ahead of us! Zaya, why do you sound like me when you wake up? <laughs> I'm not a morning person at all. I thought that noise was Marmar. <laughs> <laughs> I look over. Marmar's still pretty much asleep. Marmar, get up! Remember, we have to work out those teeny legs of yours! <laughs> well, I mean, no need to be rude about it. I mean, whatever. We'll just do it another day. Here, sleep in your pocket. Okay, let's go. One and two and one. And with that, we do it. Yes, we're just going to montage through the morning squats <laughs> because if we do this every episode, it's it's going to be interesting. <laughs> You guys have not too long. You're supposed to meet up for the entrance to the Pie Show tournament in just a couple hours. Anything else that you want to do before you just head right on up to the tournament? 
I need my prune juice in the morning, but I just need a little something to get me going. With your juice in your stomach, you head over to kind of this open square where there are plenty of pie show tables that have been set up. There are mobile canopies that have been put in place, kind of these tents almost, to shield the pie show players from the sun overhead. And there's lots of vases and statuary that have been arranged in between all of the canopies to give it a very posh sort of vibe here and they've even arranged urns with the various flowers that are represented on the pie show tiles scattered throughout the place and you see that there is a queue forming up on kind of the far side there's an elevated platform with a fancy chair or two on top and just in front of that platform there are some officials who are taking down information getting everybody registered into the tournament bracket and whatnot all right, um, maybe we shouldn't all group together to avoid suspicion. I'll go first since I'm old. Bye. And I'm going <laughs> to shuffle and click away. <laughs> I'm very excited, so I'm like kind of quickly shuffling off. Hey, Zaya, hmm. uh, I realized we did not think of a fake name for you. I think you should go by Taya. Okay. It just came to me. I do not know where it is from. Okay. I like it. It's easy enough. Yeah, and nobody knows me here, so I'll just be Amar. I think that's perfect. All right, so you guys head over to the registration tables, and uh, they have an initial elimination round to make sure that it's only the best people who make it into the tournament itself, into the bracketed system. So they have a bunch of people who are kind of the test pie show players to weed out some of the least skilled people, and you notice that most of them appear to be students at the university some of the younger children, uh, but they do appear to be very precocious. So each of you is pit against one of these children here, and I'm going to have each of you roll to rely on your skills and training to see if you can beat this fifth grader and make it into the tournament. <laughs> oh, I rolled double ones. Wow. No. Oh, no. Oh. What's your total? Mine? Amar. Four? Oh, my total is uh, seven. My total is two. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so Jetsoon, you do it imperfectly. You still succeed, but I get to tell you how that might lead to unexpected consequences. This child that you're playing against, you can see is very prideful. The kind of uh, child whose parents are like always, yep, you got to get straight A's. You got to get 100% <laughs> on all your tests. And the fact that you beat this child, the glare coming at you from beneath those furrowed brows is unlike you've seen in most other people. I fear I have made an enemy for life. <laughs> <laughs> now, Amar and Zaya, because you are these kind of people, I will give you the opportunity to push your luck to try and cheat your way through if you would like. Mm. Absolutely, I will. <laughs> Eleven. That's an eleven for me too. Oh my gosh! There we go. <laughs> you guys. We tag teamed it. We looked at each other. And we were like, hey, "Hey, you got that tile? I need. You, I got the tile. You need." And we just like, we put our brains over. together. Together, we make one complete pie show player. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are sharing the one brain cell between the both of you, so you pass yep. it off. <laughs> So it costs you to scrape by. Here's the cost. Each time you try to cheat, 
a Game of Pi show further in the game, you're going to get a minus one ongoing. So currently, because you cheated this first time, you're going to get a minus one to every game. Next time you cheat, it's going to be a minus two, etc., etc., because it's going to be easier for people to catch on moving forward. All right. Okay. But because you each got a full success, I also tell you what other lucky opportunity is going to fall into your lap. Yes, please. Your personalities, your charisma as you are playing these games sways the audience in your favor. So we got some crowd favorites here. <laughs> so yeah, that's a bit of the trade-off there. You have people who like you, who are going to be watching you, but the more people you have watching you, mm-hmm. the more likely they're going to see you slip in one of those tiles when you're not supposed to. Okay, I'm down. I can do it. I really do not remember ever playing by show before this. <laughs> this must be beginner's luck. Hey, Marukami, up and coming. Vote for me. Vote <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm really glad you two made it through it. Looked a bit hairy there for you, but I'm glad that you pulled through in the end. Well, I mean, I am a waterbender. It's just in my DNA. What's DNA? Never mind, we don't have time for this. So, now that you guys have made it through this elimination bracket, as it were, you can now go up to the registration table proper, get your name taken down, and get placed into the tournament bracket. So, you're in the line, you're moving along, and you see all these other, most of them very fancy, very upper-class kind of people, people of all ages, some of them young children who are very precocious, all the way up to grandparents who have been playing for their entire lives and everybody in between. And you finally make it up to the person who's going to be taking your names down and looks up first at Jetsun and says, Name? Ling. Ling. Very good. Turns to Amar. Name? Amar Ukami. Amar Ukami. Very good. Turns to Zaya. Name? Uh, you can just put down Miss Taya with a T. Taya. Oh, what, what a coincidence. Uh, the Earth King is not going to be here today uh, to oversee the proceedings. He's busy in the upper ring, but he sent a representative by the name of Taya. In fact, her caravan is just arriving. Well, that's just crazy. It must be just a really popular name nowadays. That's so insane. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, one of those moments when you wish a podcast could be a visual medium. <laughs> the look on everybody's oh, faces. No. <laughs> I think I'm mostly interested to see Ned B. That's my favorite. Yes, you see a rickshaw come in, uh, one of those little two-wheeled covered chairs that somebody pulls behind them, and there's this person wearing kind of nicer servant's clothes pulling this rickshaw behind them, and there are a couple other people walking alongside, keeping pace. As they come into right in front of that elevated platform, all of the nobles kind of quiet down as they recognize the representative of the Earth King. The curtains open up and this figure begins walking out, and one of the guards who's been running alongside says, Everyone, Earth King Jaloon's representative for this tournament, Taya, official of the Dai Li. And she steps out. Amar, would you like to try and unearth a memory? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What could go wrong? Of the Daily. Yeah, go ahead and roll with focus. Yeah, no problem. Uh, that's a one and a three, so that's a total of six. Ooh, boy. On a miss, the memory fails to surface as the strain overtakes you, inflicting two fatigue or one condition, (gasps) but failing to unearth the memory. Oh, boy. Would you like to take the fatigue or the condition? Oh, gosh. Uh, Give me a condition. (gasps) 
how does Amar feel as he looks up and sees this face? It's a face that he feels like he should recognize, but can't quite wrap his head around. Amar feels troubled. All right. So go ahead and mark that on your character sheet. You see a number of the nobles around you don't like fully prostrate themselves on the ground, but they all bow their heads in deference to Taya. And she gives a little smile and begins walking towards the registration tables. Towards, in fact, the one that you are standing in front of. Me? Yes, all three of you. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm just standing there with a derpy smile on my face. She goes up to the individual who's been taking your names down. And this person is like completely prostrating himself on the ground. And she says, I'm glad to see that we are getting some interesting characters here at the tournament. Could you put my name down as well? And this official says, oh, yes, certainly, certainly, certainly and writes Taya's name into the bracket. And she looks at all of you and gives a little smile. I don't mean to be a bother. I just happen to be a big fan of bureaucracy. How are you going to differentiate between my friend Taya and your friend Taya? Taya looks over at Zaya and gives a quick once over with the eyes and says, I don't think we need to worry too much about how we differentiate. Oh, sorry. I just get all wrapped up in paperwork and I get so excited. I'm gonna also give her a quick up and down. Well, I think it's really wonderful that you are also playing. That way we could at least feel like even if none of us make it to playing with the Earth King, then we at least feel like we have a chance to play amongst his representative. Oh, yes, of course. But I would be so pleased if any number of you were to speak to the Earth King. He is a wonderful man. What is the Avatar Legends equivalent of... An insight check? That is the word. So you want to do do an insight check somehow? Well, there are certain moves for certain playbooks that allow you to do such a thing. Uh, The Razor, in fact, has such a move. I'm a people person where Mm -hmm. when you watch someone interact with another person, you can roll with focus and then you get to ask questions like, are you lying right now? What are you most afraid of? How are you vulnerable to me, etc.? The idealist, unfortunately, does not have such a move. You could always, though, attempt to assess a situation. situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll leave it for now. And I'm just going to kind of, yes, I've heard just absolutely wonderful things about our great king. And then I'll humbly bow. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't let her walk by without saying anything. So I'd just say, uh, hey, (laughs) good luck out there. Everybody's eyes are on you, so you might need it. And she looks back towards you and she says, well, the further you get up into the rings of bossing, say, the more people's eyes are on you at all times. You just get used to it. Why am I sweating? Now can I pull out my uh, people person move? (laughs) Indeed. Go ahead and roll with focus. Oh, that's a three and a two for a total of seven. Hey, seven is a partial success. So you ask one of the following questions. And those questions are, are you lying right now? What are you most afraid of? How are you vulnerable to me? Or how can I get you to mark the condition blank? I'm going to choose how are you vulnerable to me. But if I can, in roleplay, I'd like to, you know, flavor it a little. So it's not just Mm -hmm. a blatant question. (laughs) That is true. But I feel that the more eyes are on you, the more likely you are to sleep up. You can do something a thousand times when nobody is watching, but the second people are watching, you cannot do it anymore. Do you know what I mean? As she picks up on the subtext underneath your words, realizing that you're not just making small talk, realizing that there's some kind of recognition in your mind towards her, you see just this 
quick flash in her eyes as you notice that she is a little bit troubled by the fact that you do, in fact, recognize her. All right. Interesting. We got a troubled gal. Yeah, we do. Minus two on skills and training. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you with your rule knowledge. Sometimes I obey them. <laughs> but yeah, in response to that, Taya says, huh, yes. You can try something a thousand times, and eventually you're going to mess up. Eventually you're going to do something wrong, and it's going to cost you everything. Sorry, sounds like you've had a rough time lately. It's okay. You're going to be fine. Go get him. Play some pie show. And you're going to be fine as well. And she gives you a little nod and walks off further into the crowd. She seemed nice. <laughs> I lean over to Amar and I say, Are you firebending, or is it just really warm out here? I'm so sweaty. I need to go sit down. I mean, she's ripped. <laughs> she must do squats all the time. I hate her, but she's ripped. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. I really want to kick her butt at this game of Pasho. And I don't love her. She seems very keen. I wouldn't recommend doing any of your tomfoolery or shenanigans or how's it what's it ever you do. I don't know what you could be talking about, but she is part of the daily and a very valid point. I think that is something as we are playing through, I want us all to just keep an extra eye on. We know there's something tricky with them anyways. I will keep two eyes as often as I can spare them. <laughs> <laughs> just be very careful, okay? And I'm gonna go off and head towards my designated table. Mm -hmm. And just gonna go sit and meditate for a second. She, we didn't recognize her. Like, we wouldn't have seen her at the lake or anything. Yeah, the two of you did not notice her. In fact, she was uh, notably absent from Bossing Say on the day that Love Sang got kidnapped by the Daily because she was raiding the library. <laughs> so you all go to your designated pie show tables and each of you are seated across from various individuals. These aren't necessarily individuals of too much repute or renown. So for this first round, we can just have each of you rely on your skills and training to see if you succeed. I would like to already try and push my luck. All right, what did you roll? A four. It's not great. I am at a seven. I'm gonna push my luck. Five and a four minus one, but my passion is a one, so it's just a nine. Nine, all right, that's a partial success as well. And then Jetsoon, how did you do? Last time I forgot to add my ongoing plus one, but this time I did not, so that is an eight. All right, three partial successes. <laughs> Stressful. I can feel the tension in the room. <laughs> so you all managed to make it through, we'll say the first couple rounds of this pie show tournament. There's a lot of people here. Now eventually we're starting to get to some of the more upper crust kind of people that you're playing against. They've each won a couple games, you've each won a couple games. So at this point, if we'd like to pull out the Pi Show custom move from the core book to try and glean some information from these people, we may. Oh yeah. I think that would be very helpful as I would get a plus four, I believe, with that move. <laughs> you get a plus four? Baby. Because my harmony's at a three and I get the ongoing plus one. What's my harmony? Two. Still good. It negates your minus two. Yay! My harmony's at a zero. Okay, here's how this move works. When you study an NPC opponent during a game of Pi Show, roll with harmony. On a 10 plus, you hold three. On a seven to nine, you hold one. And while you're playing the game, you can spend this hold one for one for one of the following options. 
options. And there are three options. If you get a 10 plus, you get to choose all three of them, partial success, just one. The options are, you exchange banter over simple plays. You ask them a question about what's on their mind. They must answer honestly or mark one fatigue. Then they ask you a question and you must answer honestly or mark one fatigue as before. Second option, ask a leading question and lay a trap for them in the game. Their response to your guile reveals something about their personality or reveals their principle. And then the final one, you pressure them with words and make an aggressive play. If you know their principle, you can mark one fatigue to shift their balance away from center by questioning or challenging their beliefs or perspective. That's a lot. Oh, this is kind of like combat. Mm -hmm. I like it. Can I opt <laughs> to not use that because I'm better off rolling the other way? Yeah, you can still just rely on your skills and training if you would like. Okay. Okay. I'm so stressed. I know. We're not even actually playing pie show or anything. We're just rolling to see if we can get a high enough number. It's more stressful. I know. And that's the thing. That doesn't even take skill. <laughs> it's just pure luck. The odds are in my favor. With a plus four to all of my rolls, it's likely that I will at least get a partial success on most of these. Yeah, the only way for me to fully fail is if I roll two ones. Odds of that are pretty low. <laughs> and I've already done it. <laughs> <laughs> Now that each of you is seated against a more high-profile kind of opponent, we'll start with Amar, because you're not going to be trying to really glean information. Go ahead and just roll to rely on your skills and training and see how you do. That's a 10 on the dice. Plus two for focus. Minus two for troubled. Minus one for cheating. So that's a nine. All nice. right. So that is another partial success. Guys, I'm not a math person <laughs> at all. So many numbers. All right. So since you're not uh, trying to glean information, we'll say that your partial success, that's enough for you to move on to the next round. Uh, but man, I should be giving you at least some consequence for each partial success. <laughs> I'm just going to say one fatigue for each partial success. Woof. Oh. <laughs> Okay. It definitely would be much worse if I were trying to get information, right? Because then I would be rolling with harmony. Which is a zero. Which is a zero. For you. I'd still be at a seven, so the result would be the same. Well, you wouldn't be at a seven, you'd only be at a nine because you're rolling with harmony, which is a zero, so you're only taking that minus one, and you're not taking the minus two from being troubled. It's not relying on your skills and training. So you don't take that minus two. <gasps> you would be rolling to study an NPC opponent during a game of Pi Show. Okay. Either way, at this point, you're rolling a minus one, whether you do the custom one or relying on your skills and training. That's a good spot to be in. In that case, I am going to try to get some information. That is a 10 on the dice, minus one for cheating. All right. Bringing you to a nine. To a nine. That's a partial success. So you get to choose one of the three options that we discussed earlier. Uh, I'll go with the first one, exchange banter over simple plays, and ask them a question about what's on their mind. All right. What would you like to ask? This individual that you're speaking to is uh, appears to be a fairly timid man uh, with a furrowed brow. It doesn't look like he's actively furrowing his brow. It looks like it's just creased that way over years of stress and worry. Maybe he's a high-profile merchant, or maybe he's some kind of official who has just a lot of stuff to worry about in the city. Hey, my friend, do not worry. I'm kind of a nobody here. You do not have to look so stressed. I mean, calm down. It's just a game of pie show. What's on your mind, my friend? All right. He could mark one fatigue, but I'm not going to because that's boring. As you ask him this question, he looks over at Taya, who's a few tables over, and 
peers around and you notice there's a few other Daily agents who are kind of patrolling the place. You know, they are the king's private guard, essentially. So they want to make sure that the king's tournament is all going well. And this man leans in close as if he's like examining the tiles on the board. He's not actually looking up at you as he says this. And he says, well, my neighbors recently, they... They went missing for a little bit of time, and when they came back, they were acting strangely. They said they'd just been on vacation. They said that they were out boating at Lake Laogai. I don't think that's entirely true. He glances over again really quickly at Taya, and he says, They uh, spoke out against some of Earth King Jaloon's more xenophobic ordinances that he's passed lately, and I think the Dai Li did something to them. As I continue moving pieces and playing this game with him back and forth. That's a pretty serious accusation. And I'm saying this very quietly so that only he can hear. It is strange as well, though. I mean, the Dai Li have been kind of sketchy for a while. They always make me a little bit uncomfortable, but I've never heard of anybody disappearing and then suddenly acting different. You know I have some friends. If you know something that might help them to put a stop to this. You can trust me. Now he gets to ask you a question. He does make eye contact with you at this point and he says, well, what dog do you have in this fight? And I'll just look him in the eyes and tell him they also took my friend. And he again casts his eyes down towards the board and he says, my name is Rian Sungi. I think if we team up, it might be mutually beneficial. Noted, Rian. Where can I find you? You can find me at the Tsungi Emporium. It's a, a music store. Very good. Hey, hey. Yahtzee. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. The famous Yahtzee move. The finisher of pie show. Yeah, I think at this point, now that you've kind of got the information that you want from him, let's have you roll to rely on your skills and training to see who actually wins this match. Oh. Okay, back to rely on skills and training. Ugh, that's a four. Do you want to cheat? Oh, I could. Heck, I'm going to do it. Risk it for the biscuit. I'm cheating. Risk it for the biscuit. The biscuit's going to burn. So now I am pushing my luck, so I'm rolling with passion. But I don't have the minuses anymore. I just have a solid minus one, correct? Correct. That's an eight. Partial success. All right. So we'll give you one fatigue. You just barely managed to scrape by. And as you finish, uh, he looks up. You've finished creating your harmonies within the garden of the pie show table. And he looks at you with admiration in his eyes and says, huh, perhaps you are a more apt ally than I initially thought. And he reaches out and gives you a little handshake and then heads over to claim his consolation prize. Oh, good. As long as I get something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He goes over to the table and there's a bunch of just random stuff on there. And he picks up a stuffed platypus bear and a child (gasps) comes running up to him and he hands it to the child and the child hugs it and then hugs her father and they go walking off together. That's adorable. All right. We're going to meet him later. Oh. Mm -hmm. Rian Sungi. Perhaps the inventor of the Tsungi horn? Perhaps indeed. <laughs> mm, Christian, McKenna, who wants to go next? I don't know. I can't decide if I want to go next or if I don't. I know. So. I want to go next. <laughs> okay, you go can next. go next. I want to go next. This is ending up being a lot more stressful than I was expecting. I'm literally sweating over here, guys. <laughs> I am so stressed. <laughs> well, because if all three of us fail, that's it. Yeah. Am I rolling with minus two? Yeah, you yes. are. You're still rolling with minus two because you cheated twice. Amar also is going to be rolling with minus two moving forward. Yes. 
a five. Do you want to cheat? Well, I was rolling to ask questions. Would that just automatically go to rely on skills and training? Yeah, I'll say since uh, you failed with your harmony roll, like you're trying to make conversation with this person and it's this very shy child and uh, she's got her hair up in like two little buns on top of her head, kind of the space buns oh. look. And you're trying to chat with her and trying to make conversation, but she is just very intimidated by you. Because I'm cool. It looks like she's not entirely sure she wants to be here, but you can see her parents off to the side just giving her these big thumbs up and grins. (laughs) So she's uh, doing her best, but she's not super interested in chatting, unfortunately. (sighs) Okay, so now rely on my skills and training. Yep. See which one wins. We're gonna push my luck. <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, cheating <laughs> again for the third time. <laughs> I rolled a two. All right. So this little girl, she glances over to her parents again, and you take that moment to try and slide one of the tiles, but it kind of catches on one of the engravings on the board, and she hears the little click. She looks down and notices it, and she looks up at you with her eyes wide, and she leans in close to you, and she says, If you throw the match right now, I won't tell the daily. This is like 1984. (laughs) This girl's here to win. She may not want to play, but she's here to win. I'm going to lean in and I'll say, how about if I throw the match right now? You don't tell the Dai Li, I give you a gold. And you tell me what you know about the Dai Li. She looks over at her parents and looks back towards you and says, that's an entire month's worth of allowance. I could make it too. You seem like a smart girl. Let's see the money. <laughs> I, want, I want Marmar to like come out of my jacket and just be holding up like two gold coins <laughs> in either hand. Just kind of like, you said show the money, yeah? <laughs> she looks at Marmar and she's like, don't make a show. And Marmar just shoves the gold into his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got one coin in each cheek. And she holds out her hand. She's like, your hamster is so cute. And Marmar climbs up onto her hand. And she scratches his head as he spits the gold out into her hand. And then he climbs back over to you. And she says, I've been watching the Daily around campus. They don't think us kids are observant. But we see more than they think they do. Now, it's not exactly a secret that the Dai Li isn't necessarily the shining organization of justice that they once were. I've noticed them hanging around Lake Laogai a bit more than often lately. There's that maximum security prison underneath Lake Laogai. I think they're repurposing it for their own uses. Repurposing it? Are they not taking as many prisoners there anymore? Who knows what they're doing with them? And her eyes are just super wide at this point. Have been absolutely wonderful. All right, well, I think if I just put this one right here, I oh well, would you look at that? That is not what I meant to do. That I'm, I, congratulations, you won. I'm so sorry I made such a fool of myself. Yep, she smiles and places her final tile to complete her harmonies, and she runs over to her parents who are clapping and smiling, and her dad lifts her up into the air and embraces her, and she looks back at you over her dad's shoulder, and she just gives you a really slow wink. (laughs) I'll just give her a slight nod, and then for the remainder, I would like to kind of be just walking around the general area, trying to pick up on anything like with the Dai Li, or with... uh, just honestly whatever I can gather keeping an eye on things trying to hear things general spy stuff all right we'll finish up the current bracket we'll let Jetsoon roll and then we'll give you a chance to assess a situation 
I would like to do the new pie show thing. All right, yeah, you sit down at your table, and there is kind of an aged woman who's sitting on the other side. She's got a parasol in one hand, and her hair is tied up all fancy-like. And she's just kind of uh, examining a little scroll that she's got in her hand when you arrive. And she kind of casually glances up and looks back at her scroll and then gives a double take. And she says, well, hello there, handsome. Oh, well, if it's not too forward, you look quite uh, fetching under that parasol. <clears throat> you look quite fetching in that hat. Oh, well, thank you. I was worried it would make my ears stand out. You say that like it's a bad thing. And she fans herself with the scroll. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so distracted during this game. I hate <laughs> how much I love this. <laughs> Although she may be distracting. Well, this may actually help me. I'm going to try and ask her these questions after my roll. Let's see what I can get. Roll to study an NPC opponent during a game of pie show. That is a 14. Wow. Shut your mouth. That that's very, very good. That's really good, in fact. You get to choose all three of these, uh, the order in which I will let be up to you. So I will begin setting my tiles. It is lucky that I am able to play across such a beautiful flower as I lay my tiles. Uh, what brings you here to the competition today? All right, so is this your leading question, or is this question about what's on their mind? More just a general what's on their mind. Well... My husband and I used to play pie show all the time, but goodness, ever since he passed away, it's been so terribly lonely. Your sentence was a journey for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel as if it might be too forward for me to say that I am not too sorry for your loss. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Now I hope you die before me so no other person has to ever hear that out of your mouth. <laughs> so now she gets to ask you a question and you must answer honestly or mark one fatigue. And she says, oh, why is that? Oh, no. I'm going to answer honestly. I'm not going to mark that fatigue. I'm going to look around a little conspiratorially and lift my hat up a little bit so she can see my airbender tattoos. She's attractive woman. I'm going to make mistakes. Don't give me that look. <laughs> yeah, she puts her hand over her mouth and she says, Oh, goodness, I, I'm sorry. Uh, if I'd known you were a monk, I wouldn't. Let's a, play our game. A former monk. I have, um, perhaps, uh, I may be saying too much, but I may have lived a life a little too dangerous for my monastic upbringing. So um, perhaps somewhat of a, a bad, you know, dangerous person, a little mysterious. <gasps> Is this working? I hope this is working. <laughs> and she is continuing to fan herself with that scroll even more. She says, oh, a life of scandal, you say? You may say that I've lived a scandalous life. I have a checkered past. I say, giving her a wink as I set down another pie show piece. <laughs> Speaking of scandals, the Earth King is absent today, and the Dai Li presence seems a little bit more prevalent than the last time I was in Bossing Say. Oh, that seems a bit curious. My leading question. <laughs> she lays down a pie shotel and she responds, Ah, yes, the Dai Li and King Jaloon. Now, you see, King Jaloon, he puts up a, a bit of a foppish front, but he is as wry and sneaky as a fox, that man. And at that point, when she says that, I 
activate the trap that I had laid to her when I asked the question. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully revealing either the principal or something about their personality. So her principal, uh, as she continues to talk to you, she says, Some might wonder why it would be beneficial to present oneself as a fool, especially when in such a position of high power. But what a better way to disarm your opponents, would you not agree? King Jaloon pretends to be a simpleton so that nobody expects anything great of him, and then he strikes at the last moment. And you get a sense that her principle is insurrection. Wow. That's a principle? NPCs can have any principle. I want that principle. That's the principle I want. And then um, as I am continuing to play, I will now say, I think that perhaps your wisdom is boundless. And I will make my aggressive play at that moment. And I'm going to shift her balance towards insurrection as I say, I happen to be here with a specialized crew, you might say. We've noticed some unfortunate happenings around Lake Laogai with the Dai Li. We could use someone with your wiles to assist us as we dig a little deeper and find out what exactly is going on beneath the waters of Lake Laogai. She raises a single eyebrow and says, A life of scandal indeed. <laughs> and I, I begin airbending a little bit as I fan myself to cool myself down. This this, uh, this game's getting <laughs> a little heated. <laughs> So I've made my aggressive move near the end of the game, and I say, If you would like to discuss this further, where might I find you? And who might I ask for? Is there a lovely name to go with your uh, lovely face? And uh, she nods in the direction of a tea parlor that's actually just on the square here. And she says, My name is Huli. Huli, who makes tea? Well, that sounds very promising. I'll make sure to drop by and apologize for beating you so soundly at Pie Show. And I'll make my final moves here. All right. Um, do I get any sort of advantage for succeeding with the original one? I will say because your RP has been so on point yeah. during this whole situation, I'm going to give you the prepared status. So you can clear prepared to take a plus one to an appropriate roll after the roll or avoid marking a condition. So go ahead and roll to rely on your skills and training. Oh, okay. I will take that plus one now and make it a 10. Oh, (laughs) full success. Yep, that's what it took. That's what it took was that last one. (laughs) She looks down as you place your final tile, having completed all your harmonies across the board. And she gives a little smile, even though she's been beaten. She says, well, yes, please do come and find me. I am not afraid to spill tea. (laughs) And she spins her parasol a little bit. And she goes walking off to claim her consolation prize. I want to be her when I grow up. That was amazing. <laughs> um, I'm going to fan myself a little harder and do a little bit of airbender breathing to get myself ready for the next game because that was rough. <laughs> Indeed. So we're going to uh, go with kind of the between exchanges sort of situation where now you all have an opportunity to blow off a little bit of steam, do anything you'd like before you move into the next bracket. May I assess my situation? Yes. Go ahead and assess the situation. Ooh, it's an eight. Okay. So you get to ask one of the following questions. What here can I use to blank? Who or what is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's my best way in, out, or through? 
Who or what is in the greatest danger? What should I be on the lookout for? You are keeping an especially close eye on the Dai Li, you know, kind of keeping your distance. You're trying to be as inconspicuous as possible, but you notice after like observing several rounds of the Dai Li, watching their patterns, see who they're looking at. Yes, they're kind of keeping a general eye over the entire crowd, but they are much more frequently looking at the three of you than anybody else here at the tournament. Not just Amar, all three of you. They know, but they don't know that we know that they know. But we know. Flashback to spooky people looking at you from the darkness. <gasps> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go make my way over to um, the little tea stand. Grab a tea. Whatever's cheap. I'm not really going to actually drink it. Walk over to Jitsune and say, I saw your game. It looked like you were doing really well. You seem to know Pasho super well. <sighs> it was uh, invigorating. Oh, thank you. Is that tea for me? Oh, sure, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you know what? You played a really good game. You can have some tea. And as I hand it to you, I'm going to, in a very low whisper, and try and not move my mouth at all, say, Jitsun, the Dali are very, very aware of us right now. We need to be very careful moving forward because they don't seem to give a hoot about anybody else. But the three of us, it's not feeling good. I uh, take a sip of the tea and I kind of give you a look. This tea tastes very cheap. <laughs> what? Uh, and I kind of like stick a finger in, like at my pinky in my ear and kind of clear it out a little bit. I'm not very good at hearing, but I think I caught most of that. Uh, well, I mean, it's my favorite tea. I didn't buy your favorite tea because I don't know what your favorite tea is. I'm so sorry, but I suppose you can just finish it if you want. And then I'm going to give you a nod and walk away. No tea goes wasted on my watch. And then I'm going to go over to... Uh, what, what are you doing right now, Amar? Yeah, I'm still at the table by where I just had my game with Rian Sungi. I'm gonna walk over past the table and kind of cause myself to make it look like I'm stumbling over my own feet because I'm so klutzy and fall down and be like, oof, ow, that hurt, and kind of kneel and brush while I'm trying to brush off like all the dirt. I'm gonna- Are you okay? Whisper. Here, let me help you up. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. You're so kind. Thank you so much. The Dali are watching us very closely. You better not mess this up because the three of us, we make one wrong move and huh, actually maybe we do make a wrong move and then we go take a visit to Lake Guy. Not by our choice, but it's what we want, isn't it? Sounds like a win-win situation. I take it back. I guess let's uh, see how lucky we can get then. Give her a little wink and a I got you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> that's so kind of you. Uh, yeah, I, I I can make my way over to the uh, to the med medical office by myself. But thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I'll go make my way over to the medical tent and just like have Marmar like kind of bite like my elbow or something. <laughs> so they got a medical tent at the Pie Show tournament because it's such a full contact sport. It's <laughs> 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 And there's lots of old people playing. Who knows what could happen? That's a valid I mean, we, point. We got people getting the vapors over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Amar or Jetsun, was there anything else that you two wanted to do before moving on to the next bracket? Um, I wanted to try and figure out who, like, how the bracket's looking and working right now. Like, how far away am I from seeing the Earth King or even his represent? Like, 
are we going to play the Earth King ever? Or has it been sort of like he's been replaced with this representative from the Dai Li? Or that's just like today's final boss is her. And then if we can beat her, we'll play the king tomorrow. Yeah, so Taya is playing as just a normal competitor. And she sees also working her way up the bracket pretty far. Uh, in fact, if you continue on your current course, you could be playing against Taya in the finals. Ooh. But... Even still, it's whoever wins here today is going to get to go to the upper ring to meet the king. Okay, yeah, perfect. I just wanted to get a little clarity on that. Then I'm going to uh, just close my eyes, do some meditation, try and remember what I read in the scroll yesterday about high show strategy. All right. I'm still troubled about Taya and not recognizing her when I feel like I should, and I'm going to keep my eyes on her. All right. Yeah, you notice she beats her opponent, like, surprisingly quickly. Just a complete trouncing, no small talk, just wins, gets up, grabs some tea to refresh herself, and then moves to the next table. All right. And so, as our competitors begin going to their next tables for the next bracket of our tournament, I think that is a good place for us to pick up next time. Yeah. <sighs> I did not expect a pie show tournament to be this long or this intense. <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought this would be a very quick part of the episode and we'd move on. I am so stressed out. I have been sweating <laughs> for 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I have been so excited to start laying out all these little bits of the spider web, all the stuff that's going on here in Bossing Say, and just the reveal of Taya yes. being a member of the Dai Li. Uh, <gasps> I've been holding on to that for a while, and it came out a little earlier in the campaign than I initially thought it might, but you guys made a good choice by going to Bossing Say first. Yeah. Oh, baby. Well, thanks everybody for listening to ImpTab Avatar. We'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Avatar Legends. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe, maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as a young girl with two shiny new gold pieces <laughs> if you would go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop, so if you'd like to connect with us, you know, maybe you want to talk to McKenna about how much you love your cat and how much she loves her cat, then don't be afraid to reach out to us. Let's do a round of plugs. McKenna, would you like to take it this time around? Yes, um, and I would like to begin it off with um, Christian. Ned said she is also my cat. Um, <laughs> Ned said so. so. I think our debate <laughs> is uh, over. You're welcome. You didn't have to lose embarrassingly. The first thing we would like to plug is very obviously, hello, our fake campaigns. They are so super fun. We switch it up. It's a new campaign every month. It's all improv all the time on the spot for your entertainment or for your just sheer <laughs> confusion because um, they are pretty wackadoo sometimes. They are super fun. Check them out. Right now we are doing Niceborn. Dude, guys, it's so fun. It's becoming one of my favorites. Other options if you want to check out, we also have a sister podcast called iCast Fireball. Ned is involved. Caleb's involved. Other people that are in Improv Tabletop are involved and it is a jolly good hootin' time over there. Um, so go support them. They're all wonderful people putting out some good content too. Yeehaw. Second, and by second I mean third, <laughs> I would like to plug 
book clubs. My friends and I have a little book club that we do. Um, right now we're reading A Court of Thorns and Roses, and I'm actually quite enthralled with it. It's a very good book, um, and it's just a really good way to help keep yourself on top of reading and also to be able to spend time with people that you love. Definitely recommend starting a book club. It's fun and the main character kind of reminds me of Hal from Howl's Moving Castle, which I am not upset by. I definitely need to piggyback on that. I always heard about book clubs growing up and I was like, oh, that's an urban legend. People don't actually have book clubs, <laughs> but turns out when you have a book club, it's pretty great. My book mm -hmm. club is reading No Mud, No Lotus by Thich Nhat Hanh right now. One of the preeminent Buddhist authors of our era. Uh, it's a lovely book. Very much recommend it and very much recommend starting a book club. And as you can see, your book club can cover anything from fairy smut to philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that McKenna is not denying it. Well, thanks for joining us here in the world of ImpTab Avatar 10,000 Things. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Caleb Anderton playing Amaru Kami. McKenna Steele playing Zaya. And Christian Randall as Jetsoon of the Library. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. Avatar.